looks like you've been sleeping well. Megan, he's back. The my pillow guy. And you're looking good. I'm still feeling good. Well, just when you thought it couldn't get any better, we've got the best pillow ever, my pillow 2.0. When I invented my pillow, it had everything you'd ever want in a pillow. Well, now there's new technology that makes it even better. My Pillow 2.0 has my patented fill combined with a cooling fabric with temperature regulating thread. My Pillow 2.0 is truly the next generation of My Pillow. The best sleep just got even better. Whether you have a My Pillow or not, you need to get the brand new My Pillow 2.0. Call or go to mypillow.com now. Use your promo code and for a limited time when you buy one, you'll get a second one absolutely free. You're sleeping even better. And cooler, too. And you're looking good. Feeling good. I knew you would. Visit MyPillow.com. Welcome, y'all, to Lions and Generals. Pastor Dave is not with us today, but he sends his regard. He's getting things ready down there in Texas. Uh, but we have an amazing guest on today's program. He is an awesome man of God that I've actually interviewed before and followed his ministry. And this is a man. Let me just read a little bit about his testimony. Uh, John Ramirez tells his true life story of how he was trained to be a satanic cult high-ranking priest in New York City. Casting out powerful witch, you know, casting powerful witchcraft spells and controlling regions, and now he has flipped. He's had a Damascus Road encounter. He is an on fire, uh, anointed man of God. That is the devil's worst nightmare. He is joining the broadcast right now. John, we want to welcome you to Lions Generals. Hey man, God bless you, my brother Todd. I think gonna be awesome, and uh, we definitely believe that you know Jesus is Lord. He's still sitting on the throne, and the devil's in trouble. That's right. That's right. You, you know, I always love talking with you, man, because as I was sharing with you in the green room, you know, I kind of was introduced to deliverance ministry probably about 25 years ago. And there was a ministry called Cleansing Stream. It came, uh, you know, under the church on the way and Dr. Jack Hayford. And I was telling you, it was like taboo to so many, even spirit filled churches that didn't want to get involved in the deliverance ministry because they were afraid. They were afraid it was messy or, you know, they didn't want to see demons manifesting. Uh, man, you are out there on the forefront. Everywhere you go, you just hit hit the devil right over the head. And, and you allow the freedom of the Holy Spirit and you allow deliverance to take place. What are you seeing out there, man? Uh, how are things going as you're out there in the ministry? I, I think, you know, I mean, the Bible speaks for itself, right? The Bible, the Bible, the Bible is a lion, right? You just let them out and it defend itself, yes. right? The Bible is a lion. So the Bible defends itself. We don't need to defend the Bible. And what I mean by that is, you know, it, whatever is in the Bible is true. Yeah. And whatever is in the Bible, it should be done. Whatever is in the Bible, it has no expiration date. I mean, deliverance of children bread, right? Jesus didn't set people free so you could sit in church like a pocketbook on a Sunday. Yeah. Uh, there's sure. people that deal with, you know, there's people that get saved. Salvation is gets you into the game. Now it's time to put on the uniform and play the game, right? So yes. so salvation brings you to a place that there's things that come off, but there's things you're going to have to work it out, you know, right. to the Holy Spirit. You know, deliverance is a children's bread. We, we, need, we need to understand that there is a devil that hates you that because you made an image of God. And if you love Jesus Christ and you say yes to Jesus in a genuine way, not, not this, this Christianity soap opera 
slash new age crap they got going out there. Right. But if you really, you know, people think the closer you get to Jesus, the easier it's going to get. Not true. The closer you get to Jesus, the harder it's going to get. Right. But it's rewarded. And I think that the deliverance, you know, people don't want deliverance in the church because, you know, they don't, they, they uh, feel that they, they, uh, they don't want a bad reputation. They don't want people to leave. Uh, they don't want the tithes and the offerings to, to decrease. So they'd rather keep people bound on medication, tormented by demons, generational curses, mm. people sitting in your church with cancer, people sitting in your church with high blood pressure, diabetes, and you'd rather say, you'd rather, you rather uh, be nicer to your law offerings and your tithes than with the people that God brought to your church so they could be set free. That is a scary concept, yet it is so true what you're saying. So many people are, are, are controlled by their, their desire to get money, unfortunately, and they've sold their soul for it. And it's even happening in the church. And it's just, it, it, I know it grieves the Lord. It grieves me. Uh, it grieves many people. People are looking for authenticity. They're looking for real. And I know that there are a lot of people, I know this because people will drive to Nashville just to have hands laid on them and get delivered, uh, John. Mm -hmm. I mean, they'll, they'll drive state lines. They'll, they'll come three states down. They'll, you know, and, and what's so wild is, uh, you know, there, how many conferences do we have in the Christian world? And I'm not here to bash the Christian world. That's not what I'm doing. But, you know, how many do we have where people, I see this a lot, they save up, they have their last couple hundred bucks in the bank, and they get down there with a hope. And their hope is, is that they're going to receive a touch of the Holy Spirit and that they're going to get prayed for. And a lot of times people leave uh, disappointed because they they hear some great speeches, they hear some motivational things, they hear, you know, they even hear the scripture being taught, but there's not the demonstration. And I think we're in such a late hour that it's so mm -hmm. critical, crucial, and important that we do lay hands on the sick, that we do have altar services, that we do pray. Otherwise, what are we doing? I mean, am I wrong in, in what I'm saying? No, no, absolutely. 1,000% right. You know, I, I share I share testimony in Nashville. I was in Nashville like two months ago. Yeah. And I, I preached on a Monday. On a Monday night, I preached. We had 900 people on a Monday night. And no one left disappointed. And this is, this is the testimony that really rocked me in Nashville. There was a young girl, probably her early 20s, 25 around there, maybe 25 around there. She took a plane from South Korea on a, one suitcase, one plane ticket to get to Nashville to get deliverance. Mm. And she didn't have she didn't have she didn't have a, a proper plane ticket to get back. And the Lord said, you pay for her plane ticket. Wow. I just got nine hundred dollars to pay for her plane ticket. A couple of days later, she emailed me, say I got home safe. Mm. That's deliverance. That's yes. what God does. God, that girl in faith and the pastor from Nashville. What a wonderful man. And his family put up in a hotel, made sure she had food, made sure they took care of her. She came all the way from South Korea on a plane to get deliverance, and she wow. got set free. Huh. So, so, so you see what God does? You see the, the, the urgency and the seriousness about deliverance, about this young lady, I mean, came across the world to get on a plane to come to America for the first time ever, in faith, not knowing America, with a passport, suitcase, and faith to get set free. Yes. And then that's it. And then, and then her life is forever changed. I mean, that's forever changed, completely forever changed. It, it, it is, it is the children's bread. Why are you denying people to be set free? Why are you denying people to have suicide thoughts, suicide dreams, suicide oppression, depression? Why are you denying people that you can't lay hands on them by the power of the Holy Spirit, the anointing, like you said, the, the demonstration, the power of the Holy Spirit in your church. I mean, you have people will people will flock to your church because they know that there's something there that other churches don't have. That's so true. 
Uh, why do you think it is that so many are concerned or are worried about deliverance? Man, they people, they they pastors out there, they're more afraid of the devil than Jesus. <laughs> wow. That's quite the <laughs> statement, <laughs> but you're right. What's, what's up with that, John? I mean, why? I, I don't I don't know what Bible you're reading. You must be they must be reading the Quran or something. I don't mm. know. But the Bible says, fear God that he can destroy your soul and your body. So I, I'll take that one. So I'll let the devil know that, you know, I have a pocket full of eviction notice and I'm coming for him because, uh, you know, my life, my life, you know, how much more myself? I mean, 25 years in the occult, the highest level, the highest level of the occult is called the shadows of the demonic. How much more that I can I could give God back to the Lord? How much more if I got my freedom and I got my deliverance and the Lord, the Lord, the Lord set me free? complete and full in my life, how much more I would like to see that in somebody else's life and, and let them experience or let them have that same encounter I have with the Lord Jesus Christ. Why, why deny someone that? Right, right, exactly. Uh, so let me, let me dig into this a little bit. So, you know, you said 25 years in, in the high level. What, what did people in the, in the high level of the occult think of the church? I mean, were they afraid of the church? Were they no, afraid, not afraid of No. Well, I wasn't afraid of church. The church to me was a joke. Wow. And it's still a joke to some extent. You know, it's still a joke because the church has separated Jesus from the cross. The yeah. church don't, the church don't, 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 they don't preach Jesus anymore. They don't, they, everything, everything, one, one of the things that, that, that I've, that I've seen in the body of Christ, we, we preach emotionalism. Mm. So emotionalism makes you believe that you're free. Emotionalism makes you believe that you receive. Emotionalism receive that you had an encounter. And then when you, when, when you come down from that, you got nothing. But you're holding on to the same situation that you came in with. Yeah. And that's emotionalism now. Now we do emotionalism. What do we do now? We 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 get the people, uh it's, it's a form of witchcraft, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Form of witchcraft. We tell people, uh, how many people here want to get married? And you hear all these people raise their hand, right? Because right now I got I got them going. See, I got them thinking. You want to be married, you want to be married. How many single people here? All right, I'm already planning your emotion because mm-hmm. some of them are sitting there saying, Lord, when are you gonna bring my boy ass? When are you gonna bring my answer? Mm-hmm. And then I say, if you want to get married, come up to the front and sow a seat. Mm-hmm. Sow a down dollar seat. Yeah. I like oh for down dollars, all you're gonna get is Julio. <laughs> <laughs> or, or slap Willie. Or, right. or Freaky Freddy for down dollars. <laughs> <laughs> You're not going to get no Boaz and no Esther for a thousand dollars because only God can pick that for you. Yes. You see, and we have we have made the house of God a circus. Wow. An entertainment place. Yes. A place that we, a form of godliness, but no power. Yes. Yeah. And that's the scary part. Well, it reminds me of the scripture. You know, he says, uh, depart from me, workers of iniquity. I never knew you. You know, mm-hmm. or, or the other scripture says, I know Peter, I know Paul, but who are you? How many mm-hmm. who are yous are walking in the church in the pulpit right now that are who are you? Mm-hmm. you, you know, <laughs> they're, they're watching pornography uh-huh. at night. You know, they're 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 involved in repetitive sin. They're they're not even in, you know, in a relationship with the Lord. And yet they're leading congregations. How crazy is this? It's it, 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 we, we, I mean, you know, and, and I. The Lord understands a genuine struggle. You know, no one's going to reach perfection until we get to heaven. That's right. But 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 be real and be genuine with your life and your walk and your ministry and what God called you to do. Don't play tricks with people. Don't deceive people. Don't 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 cut people short from what God has to them. Just because you feel like you know you want likes on Instagram or you want to have high numbers, you know, on Instagram. So you rather you rather be an influencer than being a pastor. Wow. Or you better be an influencer to being an evangelist. You better be an influencer to you know being a deliverance person. Yeah. You, know, yeah. you can't be both. That's right. 
That's right. You want the anointing of the Holy Spirit. And that comes from, you know, time in the secret place, you know, and having that true relationship, getting in the word. Faith comes from hearing, hearing from the word, you know, fearing God, having accountability, having elders and mentors in your life, being teachable. I mean, all these things. Uh, and you know, fear this, God, you know, fearing God, to me, fearing God is you don't want to disappoint him. Fearing God is, you know what, Lord, I don't want to disappoint you. That's my fear of God. I don't want to disappoint you. I don't want to run a race that later on, you know, I, I God's going to say, you know, I, I'm, I'm disappointed that I picked you. Yeah. You know, I want God to say to me, I mean, I want God, the Lord said to me, you know, I want to make Jesus Christ proud that he picked me. Right. That I, I'm, I don't live by the opinions of people. I live by the gospel. From Genesis to Revelation, I live. And if I can, whatever time, any moment, any place I go preach, I can cast out devils. You know, I was in North Carolina. Demons manifested. We hate you. We hate you. The demon talking. The demon giving his testimony. Wow. We hate you. You left us. You're a traitor. That's demon giving testimony. So I say, you know what? Then demon, thank you for letting me know that you are you angry. Thank you for letting me know you're upset. Thank right. you for letting me know you hate me. Then that must be I'm safe. Mm. That must be that I'm with the Lord. Because right. if you hate me that much, That's you right. know, if, if you got demons telling you that they hate you, they, they hate you, they call you traitor, they mm. why you left the kingdom of darkness, then I'm in a good place. That's true. That's right. I want to unpack all this. There's a lot, a lot to unpack here, but you know, uh, let's go back to um, the authenticity because I, everywhere I go, people are hungry. They're seeking. The lines are long. I've never seen in 25 years of ministry so many people wanting, you know, to be laid hands in prayer and you know come to the altar, and it's remarkable. Uh, but but how do people know? Like how how do they know? Uh, discernment wise, like how do they get better discernment? How do you get better discernment, John? What Your relationship you with the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Your relationship with the Holy Spirit. You can't, you, you listen, discernment comes to the Holy Spirit. Anointing comes from the Holy Spirit. Your gifts come from the Holy Spirit. Your your, your calling comes through the Holy Spirit. Your purpose, your destiny comes to the Holy Spirit. If you don't have that, you have nothing. Jesus is just a religious devil. That's right. That's or right. a pocket full of scriptures. That's yeah. what you are. And, and, and an entertainer. Yes. You're an entertainer. You get up on the pulpit, you entertain people. You, you yell, you scream. That's not the anointing. That's noise. And uh, and your know, relationship with the Holy Spirit, you know, I've been, I, I, I've been, I've been, uh, I've been, I've been in meetings. Uh, I got, I was in a meeting in North Carolina. Someone did witchcraft and put it in an envelope. You know, I, I know, I already know that people put witchcraft and the witches come to my meeting. I know who they are. Holy Spirit tells me who they are. You know, I see witchcraft. I got witchcraft mail to me today in my PO box. You know, I got witchcraft mail, a whole bunch of bees. Witchcraft, mm. you know, with, with, uh, with a with a something with a with a postcard. I mm. so I get I get witchcraft in, in wallets uh, with money in it. They curse the money. They put it. They put a hundred dollar bill. They put a curse on it. They give it to me in the meeting. They pretend they're Christians. Uh, I can I can smell the aroma on them. They don't smell like heaven. They smell wow. like they smell like they smell like they have a stench on them. Yes. And you spur around. They try to give me the wallet. The Lord said, "Grab the wallet. Don't put it in your pocket because if you're doing, then you own it." So what I do is. Uh, when they say, I'm only, we want to bless you with this. When they talk, you can hear the hollowness of their talk. There's no anointing behind it. There's no true Christianity behind it. And I can hear all that. Why? Because I have the Holy Spirit. Yes. It's, it's so true. How many times have I met someone like yourself and the Spirit just shows me a piece? Like, you could trust this guy. This person is, you know, is mine. You know, and then, and then the same thing with, with somebody that's not. Yeah, you have exactly. a check in your spirit. You know, and you're <laughs> yeah. like, something right with this person. <laughs> yeah. You're and, like, and oh, you, you know, it, man. something you know, about this person don't sit well, spiritually. 
and, and, and there's been times when I haven't listened to that voice, John, and it always burns me. It always, because I need to, and I've learned over the years, no, listen to that still small voice, listen to the Holy Spirit, you know, uh, don't second guess, you know, and, and, and so mm -hmm. very important, very important to be spirit led and, and to spirit be led, spirit filled. Yes. Spirit you know, filled. You, you need both. You need both because they both walk together. They walk parallel to each other. You got to be spirit filled and spirit led in the times we're in and the times we're going. Yes. Because we have this, we have Simon the Sorcerers preaching a fake gospel in the church and they sound good. They sound like the real deal. But if you have the Holy Spirit, you will know that you have the unction of the Holy Spirit. You know that gospel is being preached. Jesus is not in it. Yes. You, you said something in the green room resonated with me today, but you said, you know, we got to also be careful not to make a show about things and not to make even good things can be turned into bad. things. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It yeah. can turn into a show because, you know, we, we have, uh, you know, again, I we have movies out there that are that are the Christian movies that are coming out. Uh, Jesus Revolution. That's one movie. Uh, Come out in Jesus name. That's another movie. And I think that, you know, we, we this is a moment that God has given us to make an impact. Right to the right. to the world, right? right? I mean, what better movie than Mel Gibson, Passion of the Christ, right? Yeah. Mel Gibson is whacked out. Let's be real. It's I'm true. <laughs> but God can use him, right? God used him to do Passion of the Christ, and and it was a movie that impacted the world. It did. I mean, people still talk about the Passion of the Christ. Yes, because he did it. He did it right. He yes. did it to impact Christianity. He didn't do it for. He didn't do it for show. And I think that we have to be careful between a show where the devil lives or the or do it to impact the kingdom, impact impact the world that brings transformation. Yes, that's right. When you were involved in the in the cult, you know, what did you when you saw pride on a preacher, what did that mean to you? Well, that was an open door, open door, gateway, that easy to bring them down. Easy to bring them down. Easy just because all you have to put is a, when a pre, when a preacher a person has pride. All you have to put is debate. What is debate out there? Uh, put a lust spirit on him that he wants more. Hmm. Yes. a lust spirit that he wants more. That, that what he has is not enough. That he, now he he can do it all by himself. He don't need Jesus anymore. I arrive. I'm, I don't need God. I can do it. I'm on my way. And and there's a delusion of deliver spirit that falls upon that person. And that person moves moves and do things and operate and thinking that God is in it, but God is not in it. You know, a lot of churches are doing that. Bible says, "Think about let the church or glory and left the, the glory of God left the church and you teaching Jesus, but you don't hear Jesus teaching you anymore." Mm, that's right. And and I think that's the scary part about about you know uh, that's why the fear of God is so is so key yes. to have because everything that we do whether you write a book you do e course you do a movie uh, in the name of Jesus you should have the fear that saying I'm I'm not going to disappoint the Lord yes you know I I, I could have had a movie done about my my life and I don't want to bend the knee I don't want to bend my knee to Hollywood wow understand because they they like if you, well you know. I, I have people say, I mean, great people, awesome people, Christian brothers that are in Hollywood. But I'm not gonna, I've been, I already made a commitment to bend my knee to the cross of Jesus Christ, not, not to the golden image of Hollywood. Right. Yeah. That, thank you. Thank you for being real and authentic and not doing that because I've seen it so many times. You know, a lot of times people start off well. The Bible talks mm -hmm. about finishing well. And yeah. that, that's the challenge is, that's you know, challenge. especially when you start getting a, a bigger name and the ministry grow, it's like, you got to finish well, you know, and mm -hmm. how do you stay mm -hmm. in that place, brother? How do you, how do you do that, man? You know, for me, it's just a relationship with the Holy Spirit, sensitivity of the Holy Spirit. And the sensitivity of the Holy Spirit is I'm high alert, okay? not because of the devil, because the devil can't do nothing unless God signs off on it. 
But I'm higher alert to know that whatever I'm doing at the Holy Spirit, I'm in agreement with the Holy Spirit. Not that the Holy Spirit is in agreement with me. I'm in agreement with the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit said, you know, I don't need you to do this now. I don't need, I don't want you to do that later. I'm going to follow those instructions because those are the ones going to lead me back home to right. the Lord Jesus Christ when I close my eyes for the last time. So I don't have to be desperate, anxious for movie or uh, say, you know, I have movie or I had opportunity. I sat with wonderful people in, in Hollywood to do movie. Yeah. I sat with people that uh, the heaven is real. I sat with people that did the movie, uh, uh, how do you call that? Uh, breakthrough to the ice. Yeah. I sat with people that did the movie, uh, uh, the, the, the abortion movie. Forget the name of that movie. I remember. Yep. Unplanned, that, I think. Right? Unplanned. Yeah. I, I sat with people. I had lunch with them. But, you know, I, I'm, not, I'm, not, and I'm not saying they're bad people, but I'm not going to compromise, mm. you know, just because I want to be up on the big screen. Mm. Because in the end, I have to give God an account. I'm going to do it God's way. And if his way don't work, if his, well, I mean, his way don't work, if he doesn't want me to do it, he don't want me to do that, I'm not going to do it because that means it's just not going to work for me and it's not going to glorify the Lord. So yes. I'm cool with that. And I think today we need to understand that if God is not in it, I don't want it. That's my story. That's the right story. That needs to be the mm -hmm. story. You know, somebody said uh, it's time to make the main thing the main thing again, you know, and, <laughs> and, you know, and stop, stop about all these other things that we've made it about, you know. And yeah, I, I mean, because oh, you, you got to say one thing. If you give birth to Isaac, God will bless it. Yeah. Right. But if you give birth to Ishmael, you have to maintain it yourself. Yes. Right. So, so whatever you give birth to on your own, you're going to have to maintain. So now your church, you give birth to your own church, your ideas, your theologies, whatever. Now you have to maintain it. So your church is no longer a holy place, but it's an entertainment place. But now you have to entertain the people to keep the people. So you have to bring out the disco light, the smoke, uh, you know, up on the stage. You have to make it a place that people feel comfy and people feel warm and fuzzy. And this is a good place to come. You know, I, I remember when uh, I heard I heard uh, Justin Bieber and I heard Ja Rule. Uh, they were going to uh, they were going to Hillsong here in New York City. And they were, oh, I love going there. It feels good. It feels cozy. Then that's a place that that's dangerous ground, baby. Yeah. Because yeah. I, when I used to go to David Wilkinson Church, uh, there was some Sunday I said, man, I should have just went. I should have came the following Sunday because the preaching was so so vivid and that's so right. convicting. Did you, you see know, David so Wilkerson? David Wilkerson. Oh, what a man of he, God. Yeah. yeah. He mentored me, me for three years. Oh, that's and, amazing. Yeah, amazing. And, uh, you know, if you go to YouTube, you see my, my testimony in Times Square Church. He brought me up on stage and whatnot. And uh, what a, what an incredible man of God. And uh, and uh, so so the word's supposed to convict you. The word's supposed to search you. The word's supposed to check you. The word's supposed to talk to you. Yes. You know, how far, how close you are from the Lord. Right? The word doesn't, you know, I don't want to be feeling good, fuzzy, and warm, and this is a good place. You know, that's a social club. Right. That's right. Yeah. No, you, you got it. And there is a social club <laughs> in the church. I hate to say it, but, you know, I mean, uh, you're, you're making me think about just so many things because I've kind of, you know, I came into the church from the world. Not, you know, I wasn't in the occult, but I kind of was because I was in Hollywood and I was partying and I was messed up. And, you know, and then I had this encounter with the Lord after I got stabbed nine times and it was just the craziest thing ever. And I went in the presence of the Lord and I know he's real. And, and I came in, John, and it was like, I would see churches trying to be a much cheesier version of what I just came from, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and when you said what you said about like David Wilkes is like the, the preaching, like I, I turn on his sermons today and they're timely. They're still, yeah, yeah. you know, they're still rocking. 
they still, still rock check you. you know and <laughs> and you know mario murillo a friend of mine uh you know he's a uh-huh. mentor in my life he was also uh, mentored by him and and so uh-huh. you know i see the fruit of his ministry guys like mm-hmm. you and mario and you know thank god you know but um man it's i've seen so much stuff that's just been so egregious over the years too and, and i think i think we need to come to a place to say we need to come and invite the Holy Spirit back to the church and let it. the pastors and the leaders and the people get out the way yeah you know get out the way repent invite the holy spirit back to the house yes. holy spirit come back to the house and repent and make the house of god a house of prayer a house that people can come and get delivered and be transformed have an encounter with the lord and you know trust the lord promotion come from god i don't have to promote anything that's right these things i have that I can put on my uh, YouTube channel, I can put on my uh, whatever you call it, website, whatever, and it will blow you away. It will blow you, but I don't do it because it's between me and God. David Wilkerson was the same way. Wilkerson had things, Wilkerson had videos that I found out after he went home with the Lord, that he had videos that he will be uh, in South America with Nikki Cruz and and Sonia He'll be there in South America to preach on his son, Gary, and they will come to stadiums of 18,000 people mm. and Holy Spirit drops in the stadium and no one was able to preach. You hear 18,000 people wailing and crying. And then on top of that, across from the stadium, there was a faculties of buildings. The people of Jonathan's were cleaning the building and they fell out, too, not knowing what was going on in the stadium. Yes. You know, that's that, that's the glory. Those, we need we we need that those moments in our lives in the streets of New York City or Los Angeles or San Francisco or everywhere you live. We need to invite the Holy Spirit come and touch the streets of our neighborhood, our communities, our schools. Man, we live in a place of true debauchery, and we 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 have to take responsibility as a church, as me as the leader. Why? Because God left the church here to finish His mission, yes. and the church is supposed to lead, not the homosexual community. Right. They're not supposed to leave or the ages, and we got nothing against them. That's right. Truth be told, because we need Jesus as much. We need Jesus as much as they need Jesus. We're not better than them. That's Thank right. God for the Holy Spirit. He's the anchor of my boat. That's right. You know, because without right. the without the Holy Spirit, I drift. That's right, man. And man, it's like it's like <laughs> it's like a boat. If you tie a boat some, <laughs> if you have a boat and you leave it somewhere and you don't put the anchor on it, man, by the time you come back, your boat be gone. Yes. The, the yes. ways would take it away. The ways of the world would take me and you away. Yes. But because of the anchor of the Holy Spirit, even though the ways move, moves us around, the Holy Spirit pulls us back. Yes. That's right. We need that firm foundation, a solid rock. Um, yes. Such a powerful conversation. We got to go to a quick break. Uh, when we come back, I'd love to get into the open doors a little bit more because I think a lot of people are confused by that. What's uh-huh. an open door? And also just, uh, you know, there's some questions that people have been asking me about some of you know deliverance I think you can help answer. Uh, so stay tuned. We'll have uh, more <laughs> when we come right back with this awesome Amen. Interview. Looks like you've been sleeping well. Megan, he's back. The My Pillow guy. And you're looking good. I'm still feeling good. Well, just when you thought it couldn't get any better, we've got the best pillow ever, My Pillow 2.0. When I invented My Pillow, it had everything you never want in a pillow. Well, now there's new technology that makes it even better. My Pillow 2.0 has my patented fill combined with a cooling fabric with temperature regulating thread. My Pillow 2.0 is truly the next generation of My Pillow. 
The best sleep just got even better. Whether you have a MyPillow or not, you need to get the brand new MyPillow 2.0. Call or go to MyPillow.com now. Use your promo code and for a limited time when you buy one, you'll get a second one absolutely free. You're sleeping even better. And cooler too. And you're looking good. Feeling good. I knew you would. Visit MyPillow.com. have an awesome man of God, John Ramirez. He is sharing from his heart today a very timely and important message, which I feel is empowered by the Holy Spirit. This conversation is being led by the Spirit right now. And uh, we were just talking in the break, John. You know, uh, the thing is, it's not even, we're not here to bash or attack the body of Christ or, you know, hit anybody with some type of cheap shit. It's not at all what's going on. It's just, we got to just invite the spirit back into the body, you know, to move in the churches, right? Is that, is that what you were saying? I mean, I mean my heart, my heart is, you know, it, my heart is this, right? I mean, I love, the, I love my brothers and sisters deeply, and I love the pastors and leaders. And I thank God for all those that invited me to their church and, 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 and conferences and events to preach. I, I'm, what I'm saying is, we, we, if, if there was something wrong with me, and Pastor Todd come up to me and say, John, what's wrong? You know, I, I see you changing. I see there's something I write about you. I see something spiritual that is hindering you, blocking you, distracting you. You know, how can I help you? How could I, how, you know, I, I, you're not the same like you used to be. I don't have an offense over that. You know, people, the two deceptions the devil uses, the spirit of deception and the spirit of offense. Yes. I don't have that. You know, I I, I would take it, you know, the, I, I've been spoken to my life before in in. in in past in my past years of Christianity, you know, it might it might it might buzz me a little bit, but you know what? But then I know the Holy Spirit is saying, "Yeah, I'm speaking to you because right. where I'm taking you, you can't go that the way you're going." You know, and I'm cool with that. You know, I'm cool with that because if it wasn't for those pep talks and if it wasn't for those uh, amazing corrections, I wouldn't be sitting here talking with you today. Yeah, that's right. Same here. And, and David Wilkerson, I remember he even said something. There was a message I watched one time where he said he had to like totally recalibrate, you know, like it was like I got a hold of him was like, dude, you know, and so and I think we all go through that sometimes. Yeah, we all go through those. But 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 the yeah. thing is, you know, the, the, the thing is, is let's let's get back to that place. Right. Because the church, need, the people need the church. Yes. Right. People, people say, people say, uh, uh, the million dollar question, can I be a Christian without going to church? Yes. But mm-hmm. you won't be a grown Christian. Yeah. You know, because we need, we need Jesus plus the church. Yeah. That's right? right. You can't say I love Jesus, but I hate the church. That's right. Because then, then you don't love Jesus because you got to love everything that Jesus loves. Yes. And Jesus died for the church. Yes. And, G- and, and the three, and the three components of the church, the three components of the church is the, is the bride, the body and the army. Those are the three components that makes the church, That's the right. bride, the body, and, and the army. Mm. God called us to be an army. I never, and I was telling people, I was telling someone earlier, I never seen a demon fight another demon from Genesis to Revelation, Mm-mm. but we fight each other. It's true. That's true. <laughs> we fight each other and, and, and so on and so on because we've been called to fight the devil, not each other. Mm. I'm this nomination. I'm this, I'm, I'm Pentecost. I'm Seventh-day Adventist. Right. Right. I'm this, I'm that. And no one is saying, you know, I'm from Paul, I'm from Apollo, I'm from Peter, but no one's from Jesus. Wow. It's, and there's no denominations in heaven. I mean, we're going to no, get No, not at all. <laughs> not at all. There's nothing. So why? I mean, I understand the protocol. I understand the fivefold ministry. I understand the protocol, Methodist, Baptist. I, I get all that. You know, but at the end of the day, that's not, that don't hold any weight. The whole weight is I called you. 
I made you a pastor. I made you an evangelist. That you made Jesus Christ, that you glorified Jesus Christ with the time I gave you on the earth. That's what God is going to say. Yeah. Did, did you, the time that I gave you on the earth, did you bring glory to my son? Mm. You know, did you save people? Did you point people to the cross? Did you baptize people? Did you disciple people? You know, did, 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 did you make disciples of people? I mean, it's, it's, it's in the Great Commission. Mm-hmm. So why, why drift from there? That's right. That's right. It, why make it, make it an entertainment? I, I don't know other than people just get deceived or they have wrong motives or, you know, some, somewhere there's uh, an the open devil door. Got in the camp. Did someone left the door open? Like you were talking about, you said you went to my open door. Someone left the door open. That's it. The, the name of the door, the door, you know, the name of that door for us leaders compromise. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's compromise. Right. Now, yes. now you think that, you know, you can do without Jesus. Now, you know, someone offer you something. You didn't go check in. You didn't go pray about it. Back in the day, people said, did you pray about it? Did you fast? Right. Did you seek God about it? Back in the day, people would tell you, did you pray about it? Did you seek the Lord about it? Did you fast about it? No, we don't say that no more. No, do whatever you want in your own eyes. Where, where be, do you own, think be your it, own Holy Spirit. Why has it got to this point? Why do you think? Because we become celebrities. Mm. We become every time people come up to me, whether I get stopped in the street and on a plane, anywhere, I point people back to Jesus, man. Yes. All the time. I do. Yes. I just got this thing, this fear that if I if I don't, I mean, I, I, I feel like I'm I'm gonna disappoint Jesus so bad that you know I, I don't think I'll be able to sleep. Right. No, I point people back to Jesus. I don't have nothing that I can offer you. Yeah. We both need Jesus Christ. That's so right. I point them back to Jesus. I mean, maybe I might need a little more than you because I'm a little more crazier. You know, and <laughs> so so I might make more mistakes than 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 than, than Julio. You know, and 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 the, the sure thing is that you know we we need to know that I think I think we 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 come to a place that we come to a place that we let people make us celebrities. Mm. And we forget where we come from. Yeah. We forget what, what was the purpose and why God called you. Yeah. That's we right. lose we lose track of that. That's and right. then we become we get into this fog of 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 deception, of delusional, of 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 the of the deception of delusional whatever that is about me now. Yeah. Yeah. And it's sad that it, you know uh, a wake up call will never be about you. That's right. That's right. You know, and, and that can be to anybody. I mean, you see people like Carson Pilsen. I mean, what an amazing man of God at one time. You know, now he's preaching the gospel that he said no one goes to hell. The man was anointed. The man was Susan Street. Uh, he has a church of 5,000 people. Uh, all people come to his church. There's no repentance because you don't have to repent. A man that preached was the face of TBN at one time. And I'm not mocking that. I'm just saying this. Right. We have to be careful because that can happen to anybody. Right. right. We no one is exempt from these kind of attacks. And and I think that God allowed these attacks to happen so he can get your he can get your he can get your, he can get your attention. Yeah. But when you ignore the warning bells of the Holy Spirit, man, eventually those warning bells, they will they will cease and the devil will have his ways with you. That's right. That's right. A little leaven leavens the whole lump. I mean, just exactly. a, little, a little compromise, mm-hmm. just an open mm-hmm. door, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. the enemy uses that, and he comes in. I think someone's watching right now, John, and they're they're feeling the conviction of the spirit. And I always tell people on my best day of preaching, I can't make you feel anything. You know, if you're feeling uh-huh. the spirit, you know, God is moving right now. But but they can have freedom right now, right? I mean, what right now? Yeah. What can they do right now if if they're being convicted of sin right now? Get, get back to God's perfect will for your life. Repent. 
said, Lord, I'm sorry. I made it about me. You know, I, 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 I took, you can't carry God's glory. Only Jesus can carry God's glory. Yeah. You need to come to repentance, not sorrow. Because, you know, that's just the thing, one thing. Now, now we don't repent no more. We have sorrow, and we think that's repentance. Judas had sorrow. He went to hell. Peter had repentance, and he went to Pentecost, right? So we need to come to a place of true repentance. David committed murder. David committed uh, adultery. We know the story, but we're still talking about David. Why? Because David had true repentance. David knew how, David knew how to throw himself at the mercy of the court in heaven and repent. Repent and say, Lord, rewrite my story. You know, I was, told, I was in down in uh, Texas somewhere. I preached somewhere and I went to see Daniel Adams. And, mm. and Daniel said, I mean, I don't know his whole story. You know, I'm going to get into his whole story. But Daniel Adams said something really remarkable, very powerful. It really touched me. He said that, you know, he kind of messed up in his, you know, in his Christian walk. And he went, he said, Lord, if you give me one more chance, yeah. I will do it right this time. And, you know, what, what amazing, what amazing repentance. What an amazing repentance that so he just said, Lord, I know I did it. I did it wrong. I, I didn't do the right thing. And just give me one more chance. And I promise you, I do it right this time. And look at his ministry. Look at, look at Daniela's ministry, touching the world for Jesus Christ. See, because God is the God of second chances. It's, it's not, we, have, we have the fear of man. We, have the, we live by the opinions of people. And, and we, we're more concerned about that than, than the voice of heaven. Mm. You see, and then we come to a place that we think, well, people are going to like us, people are going to hang out with us, other people are not going to come to my church, or people are going to leave my ministry. Then you're not trusting God because it's not your ministry. If God gives right. it to you, he's big, enough to, he big enough to he's big enough to maintain it and make it grow. But if you make it about you, then you're responsible for that Ishmael in, in your church, and you're the one that has to make it grow and entertain it and keep it with your own strength. But if you give, if, if, it's, if the Isaac, and you give it to God, God will make you grow and God will do the increase. And you need to walk out, out by faith to believe that in my ministry, your ministry, right? Yeah. We need to do that in our ministry. We, we, yeah. There's no way that you, we can make our ministry grow. We, we can, we can, we, we can make it, we can make it deform and think that it's growing just because something deformed and looks like it's growing. It's not right. God. Right. Lest the Lord builds the house. We labor in vain. Right. In yeah, a the, big way. That's it, man. hundred yeah, percent. You know, double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. And if you're if you're thinking about marketing and growth in in the, in the terms of the world, you're missing the mark. I mean, you know, mm -hmm. it's uh, you know, I found I was doing a lot of interviews for a while and things like that. But what happened? I was doing so many, and I was speaking, but it was like I wasn't really. It wasn't the anointing because I was so tired and just saying a bunch of stuff just to say it. You know, mm -hmm. and so the Lord had me completely change the whole thing. You know, and. I don't even want to be on an interview unless I'm prayed up and, you know, I'm sharing the word of the Lord, man. You know, and, and you know, you know, there's an assignment to it, you know, because yes. I don't, you don't see me on there's people, ministers, you know, I know and some I see, uh, you know, and I'm not saying, I'm not saying nothing bad about them because I, right. I love, I love the ministers I know. And I got, I got crazy respect for them. Right. I'm saying as you see people on, on YouTube every day, right. on Instagram every day. And, I, and I'm talking in general. Then you're just trying to grow your numbers. You're not trying to impact nobody. Wow. Because God, God don't speak every day. It's true. It's you know. True. And when, you know, I, I haven't been. I I think today I got on Instagram. I got on. I got on YouTube today, and I think I got on Facebook today. I get on Instagram tomorrow, and I haven't been on Instagram and Facebook for over two weeks. Wow. Maybe three weeks. Yeah. I haven't been on it. Yeah. Because God didn't say nothing to me. So yeah. if God didn't say nothing to me. I can't. Say, I can't say nothing to you. 
That's so good and so true. Because if you're saying something and God didn't say something to you, then where is it coming from? Right? Yeah. <laughs> Wilkerson used to tell me, Wilkerson used to tell me, don't put words in God's mouth. Wow. <laughs> Pastor Dave would say, stop putting words. Don't you ever put words in God's mouth. That's right. And, you and, know, if and you, I think a lot of people out there are doing that. They're putting words in God's mouth. It's a pressure I think they feel because of the, the social media world and creating content. Like you said, you mm-hmm. become an influencer, but you're not in the anoint. It's like different, you know, like, yeah. you know, forget it. Yeah. I mean, I if that's the case, I might as well go and work for some pet company or something. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I'm not going to make commercials. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, you know, and, and the, the thing is, it's, it's knowing the sensitivity of walk with the Holy Spirit and knowing that if, if God, let God fill your mouth. And then you you able to say something for the kingdom? Yeah. Don't put words in God's mouth because you just want to get on it because you know you got a hundred follow hundred thousand followers or you got you know whatever or you want to get to the hundred thousand you know hundred number mark whatever the case. I don't. I'm, I I think I got eighty four thousand eighty five thousand people in uh, Instagram. Mm. I get I'll get to whatever number when God says so. Right. I'm okay with that. Right. I, I'm fine. I'm fine with the numbers I got. Yeah. I, I I'm not about numbers anyway. I'm about people. I love yeah. God's people. There's people right. that there's pastors and leaders out there that hate the crowd, they hate the people, but they love the crowd. Yeah. You know, I love the yeah. people. I ain't care about the crowd. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. You know, I love exactly. the people. I pray when I get into when I go to conference, I pray for every person, man. I make sure no one leaves the building. Come I take on, it to brother. the parking lot. I take it to the parking lot. I take it out to the lobby. Come on, man. You know, I, I just go, I just I'm just people say, You don't get you're not tired. Not not right now. Not right now, because I don't know who, if I, don't, if I miss that person, I don't pray for that person. I'm not perfect. I can miss someone. Right. Um, what about if I miss that person, that person go home and commit suicide? Yes. And God brought them to my meeting. So I can pray to break that spirit of suicide, because they have open doors, gateways, and portals, and they're being tormented with demons, and their life is on the brinks, and God brought, like, the young, the young girl that came across from South Korea to Nashville. She was yep. under some heavy oppression. Wow. You see? So, so, so I, I don't, I don't want, I want to make sure that if I do the job, I do it right for the Lord. I obviously under the anointing of the Holy Spirit always. Yes. But yes. not, not to, not to do something because of numbers yeah. or not to do something because I want to cut corners. That's right. Brother, uh, you, listen, before we go, I want to talk about your book, but I just, I don't want to quench the spirit right now. Would you pray? For those that are that are watching right now, and, and I believe somebody's getting a, a healing right now, just even watching what you're Amen. saying. Amen. Let's pray. Listen, yeah. if you pass a leader or you know you have a calling in your life and you're trying to, you know, there's people that got calling in life and they're trying to conduct, uh, they're trying to get before, they try to go before Jesus. Listen, I didn't preach until like seven, I didn't I didn't get into preaching seven, eight years down the line. Mm. Uh, I, you know, I, I God had me reading Ephesians 6 for like two years. Yep. Uh, you know, so, so th- th- God knows how to multiply. Yep. You ain't losing nothing. Don't let the devil lie to you. Oh, you've been a Christian for 10 years. There's no ministry in you. No, God got purpose in you. God has got a purpose. Don't let the devil, or if you have anything that, that's hindering or delaying or entrapping your ministry, then renounce those things. Let it go. So I renounce these things tonight in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. I release these devils in the name of Jesus. Devil, put them on eviction notice. Yes. Break every stronghold over your church, over your ministry, every compromising spirit, delusion of delusion spirit, every spirit of Ahab in your church. Break yes. those devils, every yes. demonic controlled spirit that if you're controlling the people, Break that spirit of Jezebel over your ministry, and you will see your ministry flourish 
and blossom because Jesus will make it grow. Father, I just pray for my brothers and sisters right now, Lord, that if they're being tormented with anything, Lord, if they have any stronghold, any bondage, Lord, they have any besetting sins in their life, Father God, or they're missing the mark, Lord, or they're out of your perfect will. Father, we break those devils. We put the yes. judgment of God upon every evil spirit today in the name of Jesus Christ. And we declare and decree right now, Lord, that you would touch them from the crown of the head to the sole of the feet and make them vessels of honor. Lord, purify your church. Invite the Holy Spirit back. We invite the Holy Spirit back to your marriages, your children. Yes. Your family, because church starts at home. And Father, we invite you in the name of Jesus Christ. We ask you to come. We ask you to touch us, Lord, one more time. Like Daniel Adams said, Lord, if you give me one more chance, I'll make it right. And Father, we love that testimony, Father God, because Lord, he said it from the heart. And if we speak from the heart, Lord, you will respond, you will answer, and you will make all things right in Jesus' mighty name. Jesus Amen. Mighty name. Amen. Amen. Receive <laughs> that word right Amen. now, that prayer. We just say thank you, Lord. And John, before we go, just give us like a, a real quick version. I want to hear about uh, fire prayers, man. Yeah, I got the man, the fire prayer book is right here. You know, one one the fire prayer book is a spiritual warfare prayer manual. It says it says it's a building arsenal that destroys satanic kingdoms. And I think you know, we we get a manual for the television, we get a manual for the refrigerator, the computer, and we put our trust in that manual. The greatest manual in the whole planet, in the whole world, in the whole universe is the Bible. Right. But, you know, five prayers is a place teaching you how to pray, destroy things completely fully. Because a, a lot of things, and I just said this last thing, we fight, but we don't conquer. And whatever you don't conquer, come back and fight you another day. I teach people to fire prayers, to destroy things, destroy satanic kingdom. That means they ain't gonna, that Pharaoh is dead. He ain't coming back next week. He ain't coming back next month. You got the victory over it. And I teach people how to pray the way through not pray things off because this is the last thing i say you pray things off you always be a shepherd boy you're always going to need a goliath to let the world know that you arrived let the yeah. let let the devil know you arrived because without a goliath david will never be a king he will always be a shepherd boy it's a good word man i'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna get this book so it's out right now Fire it's out right now amazon okay. amazon. amazon all Get right a copy and you'll be blessed. Read the reviews on Amazon. It's only been on nine days. I already got like 47 reviews up on Amazon, five stars. There and it's is. number one new release. So mm -hmm. so just by that, you know that people are being touched. Yeah. Well, I I mean, just, you know, the few times I've spoke to you, brother, you're, you're always bringing it fire, authentic, real. I love <laughs> you, man. You're, you're, you're my Likewise. brother from another mother, man. Yeah, that's right, brother. We're from the boogie down and everywhere around. <laughs> <laughs> awesome, man. Well, everybody go get the book, Fire Prayers, John Ramirez. And what's your website, John? JohnRamirez.org. Amen. JohnRamirez.org. We thank you so much for coming on. This concludes another fireful Lions and Generals, a real general here uh, that's taking the gospel, all the nations, speaking the truth of the word of God. And we love you. Thank you so much for tuning in today. And we'll see you again next week. Amen. Looks like you've been sleeping well. Megan, he's back, the my pillow guy. And you're looking good. I'm still feeling good. Well, just when you thought it couldn't get any better, we've got the best pillow ever, my pillow 2.0. When I invented my pillow, it had everything you'd ever want in a pillow. Well, now there's new technology that makes it even better. My Pillow 2.0 has my patented fill combined with a cooling fabric with temperature regulating thread. My Pillow 2.0 is truly the next generation of My Pillow. 
The best sleep just got even better. Whether you have a MyPillow or not, you need to get the brand new MyPillow 2.0. Call or go to MyPillow.com now. Use your promo code and for a limited time when you buy one, you'll get a second one absolutely free. You're sleeping even better. And cooler too. And you're looking good. Feeling good. I knew you would. Visit MyPillow.com.